This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit, money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit, money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. Money Pit is presented by Lumber Liquidators, Home Advisor, and Mr. Beans. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Wishing you a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Are you working on home improvement projects? Well, you're not supposed to be. This is the weekend of rest. We're going to officially give you this weekend off. But if you want to plan for a project for next week and the weeks to come, we're here to help. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. And I bet if you pick up the phone and call us, we will save you some labor on those projects that you have planned. You can also post your question to the Money Pit's website at moneypit.com. Just click on the community section, sign on in, and post your question, and we can answer it that way as well. Well, as summer rolls to a close, now is the perfect time to take on a few easy projects that will help you avoid some of those bigger, colder headaches in the dead of winter. So coming up, we're going to share the top projects that you need to do now just ahead. And whether you're a new empty nester like Tom, I'm sure you guys are still crying over there between the partying, (laughs) (laughs) or maybe you've just found some unused space at home, we've got some really creative ideas for putting that extra square footage to good use. Plus, if you've got a flooring project in mind and you'd love to consider an eco-friendly option, the key is knowing how the floors are made. So we'll tell you what to look for just ahead. And this hour, we're shedding some light around your home because we're giving away a two-pack of NetBright Spotlights from Mr. B. Very simple way to add light without wiring to any dark area because they are battery powered. And these batteries last for a full year. And that pair is worth $69.99. Now, there's two ways for you to get in on that drawing. You can either call us at 88 Money Pit or you can post your questions to the community page at moneypit.com. Here's how this works. If you call anytime this weekend with your home improvement question or you post anytime for the whole previous week, including this weekend, all of you folks are tossed into this hard hat. So we love to give stuff away to the widest possible audience. So go ahead and post your question. Call in your question. We'll give you the answer. Plus, you may just win a pair of fine net bright lights from Mr. Beams. 888-666-3974. Maisie, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Just asking about how can you get rid of the gnats going in through your house? They're eating you up, huh? Yes, I'm about gone. Well, one of the things that you can do is to create a somewhat natural repellent for those gnats. And you take apple cider vinegar, put it in a small bowl, and then add in a surfactant like dishwashing detergent, just a bit of that, mix it together. And then you cover that bowl with like plastic wrap and you put a few holes in it so that the bugs can get in there, but they can't get out of there. And they'll be attracted, they'll be attracted to that. It ends up being sort of a one-way trap though, because once they get in there, they can't get out. I love that idea. Terrific. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 
Dean in Pennsylvania, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? We bought our house about eight months ago, and um, the radon mitigation system's working fine. The, the levels were low when it was tested, and, you know, there's, there's no major issue with that. But there's this annoying high-frequency noise um, in our bedroom uh, directly behind our bed, and uh, there's, a, there's a four-inch ABS pipe um, that runs from the basement, you know, through, through the first floor where our bedroom is, up to the second floor attic, and then out through the roof. Right. You know, it's, it's vented in a witch hat up there, yeah. Where is the fan located, the physical fan? Oh, yeah, it's in the attic. Okay, so, and your bedroom's on the second floor, so the, so the fan is pretty close to you? So it's, it's a Cape Cod, um, but the, okay. uh, so the, okay. the, you know, it goes from the basement, and then the first floor, actually, is our bedroom, and then right. it goes. The second floor has the attic, and then you know goes to the roof from there. Okay, so obviously the wine is the fan. Um, generally, that they don't wine. It might be that the bearings on the fan are starting to wear out, and that may be the source of this. I don't have a good solution for you because getting to the pipe, it, it's already, I would imagine, you know, buried in the wall. And, and unless you have access to all sides of it, it wouldn't make sense for you to add any soundproofing materials to it. But I would focus in on the fan itself. Now, if you go up in the attic, do you still hear that same fan? Yeah. So, so yeah, good point. I, I went in the attic. I thought the same thing. Maybe it was a bearing or something in the, right. you know, with the fan. I do actually hear the fan. I don't, I'm not a, you know, I don't know if you can get quieter fans or whatever, or or if I'm just hearing airflow, well, it's got to be the fan, right? It's got to be vibration. I would think it's the fan. I know that, um, you know, noisy plumbing issues with water, they can really be exacerbated by plastic pipe, and and sometimes they can solve that by swapping out plastic pipe with cast iron. I've, I've heard of that happen. I don't know if, you know. Haven't done it. Plastic pipe or even even copper pipe can be can be noisy, but you know you wouldn't want to go through all that trouble if you did have the, all those walls removed. So you had exposure to that. You would simply wrap a, a soundproofing material around the pipe. But I do think that the source of the problem has got to be the fan, not just a whistling sound of the air. And uh, I would um, reach out to the radon company that did the installation and see if they could swap out that fan. And by the way, is there a pressure gauge on that pipe somewhere so that you can determine that it's still working properly? Yeah, there's a. You can see the pressure differential in the basement. You know, right? There should be like a liquid pressure gauge where you can see the difference in the levels yep, uh, exactly. of liquid in the tube, and that indicates it indicates it's under pressure. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's going to be the solution there, Dean. I think you're going to have to replace that fan. Okay. All right. Very good. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. You got it. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. You are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Post your question to us right now at moneypit.com or call us 24-7 at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. They make it fast and easy to find top-rated home pros you can trust for any home project. And if you're a service pro looking to grow your business and connect with project-ready homeowners, you should also head on over to homeadvisor.com and check it out. Well, just ahead, home emergencies are enough of a hassle when the weather's warm, but we're going to share some steps that you ought to be taking now when it's still nice outside to avoid those home headaches when the cold weather finally arrives. You live in a body pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. 
Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now on the Money Pit's listener line at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor. You can get matched with background-checked home service pros in your area and compare prices, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, HomeAdvisor makes it fast and easy to hire a pro you can trust. And if you do call in or post your home improvement question to moneypit.com, you'll get the answer. Plus, this hour, we're giving away a two-pack of the Mr. Beam's NetBright Spotlights. These are their best sellers. They're an ideal choice for home security and safety. They deliver 140 lumens of bright LED light to light up those dark areas. There's a, they're motion activated. They'll actually trigger from about 30 feet away and they'll automatically shut off after about 30 seconds. Totally waterproof, wireless installation, takes less than five minutes. You put this anywhere outside. They sell for $69.99. Go now to one person who calls or posts their question to the Money Pit at moneypit.com. Give us a call right now. Make that you 888 Money Pit. Now we've got Jan in Iowa on the line who is dealing with a concrete patio that has some carpeting issues. What's going on? We purchased our condo um, as a retirement home with uh, a patio, an outdoor patio, with indoor-outdoor carpeting already installed on it. And um, we think it's awful. It's discolored and stained, and we want to remove it. We need to know the best way to get it up off the concrete, and then we would like to know what to use um, as um, something that could improve the appearance of the concrete because we know it's going to probably have bits of, of glue and who knows what that's adhering to it, and it won't be attractive. Yeah, it's, it's a very time-consuming, messy job to rip up indoor-outdoor carpeting that's been glued down. So let's just assume that that's the case, and you'll get off as much as you can, but there'll still be some, some black rubber backing and other bits of glue that's still stuck there. So it is difficult to decide what to do with that. I would tend to think that the best thing to do might be to cover it. And what you could do is you could take a brick paver, and basically assemble pavers right on top of the patio. Now, that will raise it by about an inch and a half to two inches, but it will look beautiful, and you won't have to worry about any movement in the brick pavers because you have a solid piece of concrete underneath. All right. 
so once the carpet is off, then the brick pavers could be installed over the concrete. Yep, right on top of the concrete. You can. There's lots of different styles and colors, and they're all modular, and they fit together like puzzle pieces. We'll do that. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. All right, now we've got Richard in Illinois on the line who's getting some water through the foundation. Tell us what's going on. What it is is over time, uh, I've got a ranch house with a walkout basement. And on uh, the walkout, when you come out, there is a retaining wall that is about eight foot tall where it meets the house. It hasn't really separated from the house, but... There is water that gets in between the retaining wall and the foundation, and then it gathers right at the bottom on a heavy rain and then seeps back into the basement. So I'm trying to figure out the previous owner that had this house has put something in there like a caulking of some type that has gotten hard over time, and it's not slowing it down too much. So this is a gravity situation. So let's give you a gravity solution. Let's have the drainage work with you and not against you. And by the way, you can seal this till the cows come home and it's still going to find it, find its way in. What you have to do is stop the water from accumulating. So on the opposite side of this retaining wall, I'm guessing that there's some runoff that goes towards the wall. Yes, there is. So what you're going to want to do is, is intercept that runoff so we don't get as much water that collects in that area. What we want to try to do is limit the amount of water that gets in that area to just direct rainfall with no runoff. That means no gutter discharge, no uh, runoff from higher elevations. So the way we do that is, is, first of all, examine the gutter situation and make sure there's no water dropping at the high side of this work and work its way down. If there is, you've got to run a pipe underground to get it to a place where it's not going to interfere with, uh, with leakage into the basement. Secondly, in terms of intercepting the runoff, what you could do is install something called a curtain drain, Richard. It's, really, it's a rather simple drain that you might construct yourself. You dig a trench that's about 12 inches deep and 12 inches wide. You put some stone in that trench, then you put a perforated pipe on top of the stone, surround it with more stone, lay a piece of filter cloth across the top, and cover it with soil. So when it's all done, it's invisible. And the end of that drain that you just installed should exit to daylight somewhere. So you need to figure out the best way to do that based on the configuration of your yard. What that will do is it'll intercept the water that's coming down from higher elevations. It'll fall into that trench, come up into the pipe, and then run around the house as opposed to collecting in that particular corner. If we can keep the water from collecting in that area, you will probably be just fine because it's rare that just direct rainfall accumulates enough water to actually leak in the house. It's almost always the runoff from gutters and from drainage. Right. Well, and needless to say, I'll probably have to do some uh, get rid of some landscaping because it's got some... Uh little green bushes there along along that wall as well. So Yeah, and that's a good point because sometimes you can make the problem worse by having landscaping that traps water. So just think in terms of water control here, not in terms of trying to seal that water out, and I think you'll be in good shape. Richard, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, temperatures are nice now, but in a few months, you'll want nothing less than to bundle up, head outdoors, and deal with a home improvement problem in the dead of winter. So we've got a few easy fix-ups you can take on right now that can potentially save you a major repair hassle, starting with leaks. Yeah, you know, water leak emergencies like pipes that freeze and break are common when it's cold out. So now is the time to locate and label those important water valves. 
We're talking about the main water valve, your water heater valve, your outdoor hoses, so you got to know where those turn on and off on the inside, and the ice maker valves. Now, knowing where they are and what they do spares you some major damage and hassle when the cold weather strikes. Next, you want to make sure your roof is leak-free. Now, after the next big fall rainstorm, once you grab a flashlight, head on up in your attic, and then inspect those areas around chimneys and where plumbing vent pipes go through the roof, and then grab some binoculars and inspect those same spots from the top. You want to scan also for missing shingles and loose flashing that needs to be replaced. Pretty easy, straightforward job to do right now, but in the dead of winter, it is a lot more complicated and dangerous. Yeah, and you know, fixing those loose handrails, that can also mean avoiding an emergency this winter. So you want to make sure all of your inside and outside handrails are secure, and then repair any loose railings or posts or spindles, and those really need to be extra sturdy when conditions get icy, because if you start to fall when you're on a step or something like that, you are going to grab those, and you could be moving pretty quickly. And lastly, let's talk about how to keep that chimney in good shape, because I got to tell you, in all the years I spent as an inspector, I saw a lot of chimney damage because of this one simple fix. You need to caulk cracks that form in the top of your chimney. It's called the chimney crown. It's that masonry coating that's over the top edge of the brick and up to the liner. If you if you caulk those cracks, what's going to happen is water won't sip, seep down there. And if it doesn't seep down there, it can't expand, freeze, and break and start tearing apart your chimney like one crack at a time. So think about it. These are really simple, easy things you can do right now that can save you a really big hassle later on. So get to it. John in Minnesota, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Yes, I have a, a sauna in my basement that I have to transfer over to a, a uh, shower. Okay, you want to convert it to a shower? Yes, and I'm wondering what I could put on those walls to dress it up, like um, some paneling or panels, or do I have to use um, tile? Okay, well, first of all, um, before we talk about what you're going to put on the walls, wh- how are you going to drain this? Is there a drain below the floor? Yes, I have a cement floor, and there's a, a drain right in the middle of the in the room there, yes. Now, do you know if that drain is connected to the plumbing system of the house, or is it just a basic floor drain that perhaps goes outside somewhere? Uh, it is hooked up to the uh, uh, my sewer system. All right, terrific. Well, that's the hardest part. That's solved. So now it just becomes sort of a decor question for you. And you say that, that this was a sauna at some point in time? Yes. So I guess the sky's the limit here. I mean, what do you like? Do you like tile? Do you like uh, solid surfacing materials like Corian? I mean, you, have, you can pretty much do anything at this point. You're going to start with the floor. And you're gonna put you're definitely gonna put tile on the floor, I would think, and replace that drain with a cover that's built into the tile base. Um, and then from there, you're going to build it up. So you could do really anything you want to do at this point. You could put uh, tile on those walls. You could put solid surfacing materials on those walls. You know, or if you want to keep it funky, you could leave them as a wood. You could leave it as wood. I'm presuming it's probably cedar or some other type of moisture-resistant material. Um, well, the walls are that gla- it's that clay tile. Oh, the walls are clay tile? So then it has to be covered, yeah. So then the right thing to do here, if, if it's, it's basically sort of a raw surface right now is you're going to need to put in a shower pan to start with and then build up 
the bathroom from there. Now, if you've already got walls that are sort of creating this, how big is the space that the sauna was in now? Eight by eight. Okay. Do you want an eight by eight shower? You want it to be a, a pretty much a, a drive-in shower there? <laughs> That's a pretty big shower, but do you want it to be that big? Well, I was going to probably have like 80% of it, the shower. I wanted to put a double, like a double two-headed shower or one on the have a rain shower on top and one coming out the side and then the other yeah like a car wash yeah exactly <laughs> then the other part just kind of a drying area so john this sauna area this eight by eight area this is made of the terracotta clay tile yes and i think you can glue a ceramic tile right to that with a good quality tile adhesive as long as it's fairly flat uh, because the tile is not going to bend but if it's a flat surface you should be able to adhere the tile right to it since it's already a water resistant back uh, and 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 pretty much go up from there. Now the the floor have to build up a uh, a shower pan there, so you get good drainage down to the to the to the hole in the floor, so to speak. But once you get that established, I think you could adhere ceramic tile right to those terracotta terracotta walls and go right from there. Now make sure that you have ventilation in that space. You have an exhaust fan, of course, do all your plumbing uh, ahead of time. And the last thing you'll do is lay those tile walls in. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes, it does. All right, John, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Still to come, if the kids have flown the coop and you're feeling a little blue about your empty nest, we've got some ideas to turn that empty space into a place that you can really enjoy when the Money Pit continues. 888-MONEY-PIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Money Pit. 
The Money Pit is presented by ADT, the security leader for over 140 years. Trust ADT to protect your home, family, and all you care about. At ADT, we know your security is only as strong as the people who are backing you up. For 24-7 monitoring and peace of mind, visit ADT.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone, call us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. They make it fast and easy to find top-rated home pros, plus it's 100% free to use. That's right. Finish those last-minute projects of summer before Labor Day by starting at HomeAdvisor.com. 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? All right, now we've got Anna on the line who needs some help with some door improvement. Tell us what you're working on. Hi. Yes, I have uh, one metal door and three fiberglass door. That I got, got. I got a guy to paint it, and not knowing when I got home, he actually painted with a spray can paint. So when the when the heat hits the door, I can't open the door because it's <laughs> oh boy. sticky to the the door jam. What a mess! What a How mess. do I repair that? Well, you know, even though he painted it with spray paint, it should still work. I mean, it should dry. The fact that it's spray paint is not making it uh, any more or less tacky than perhaps if you use paint out of a gallon. Um, but the fact that it's sticking might mean that the door needs a bit of adjustment inside the opening. Are all the doors sticking? All the doors sticking right on the rubber of the door jam. It's like I think that it's a shushu can paint, not. I'm like, would you sprayed what to the door? What kind of paint did he use? He, I call it a shushu, regular can paint. Like he went to the hardware, a, a hardware store, got a, a spray can paint and sprayed it. Well, look, what you should do now, if you've had uh, a bad paint job, is you really have to pull that old paint off. So I would take the doors off of the hinges, lay them down horizontally, use a paint remover to pull off the paint that's there. Once you get it back down to where it was where you started, then I would prime the doors first. And I would use an oil-based primer, because that's going to give you good adhesion to both the metal and the fiberglass doors. And then I would put a good top quality uh, finish coat on that using a semi-gloss paint. Then let them dry really well and then reinstall them. So I, is it possible then to, uh, this is on metal and fiberglass, to get a paint remover for this thing? Yes. There's paint removers. The citrus-based removers are the most effective. So use the citrus-based paint removers, pull off the old paint, prime the doors, and then repaint them and you should be good to go. Okay, Anna? Thank you so very much again. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Well, whether it's the day you've been dreaming of or the one you've always dreaded, fall brings lots of empty nests for adults that are sending kids off to college. And this year, my wife and I, sadly, are among them, sending our third and youngest child off to school. It's going to be quite different around here. And we're also going to need a lot less food. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to need a lot less food, except you guys are going to start entertaining a lot more. I have a feeling. Yeah, yeah that's right. Less laundry, less food. And those are good things and more entertaining. That is true. All right, you guys. But maybe you're on the opposite end of that timeline and you're still growing into your new family home. Either way, you've got some unused space in your house that you'd like to take better advantage of. Well, unused bedrooms are a good place to start. They make great home offices or craft rooms or even home gyms. And you can add a bed or a pullout sofa in that same space and that can handle the occasional overnight guest. And if the kids return home, converting those rooms back to bedrooms is not a very difficult thing either. Yeah, but if your kids have maybe left your nest for good, you can go ahead and really get creative with those spaces. 
maybe a home spa, you know, that's not only going to add luxury, but all of those bathroom upgrades really do deliver a great return on investment. You can mimic your favorite hotel spa or bathroom with soothing colors, great linens, maybe an amazing light fixture, fancy towels, all those wonderful things that I dream of if I ever get my own bathroom, (laughs) please. Well, the other thing you could do is you could give the grown kids a good reason to come visit with a game room or man cave or new space for a big screen TV, air hockey game, whatever, pool table. You know, there are smaller versions available if you're short on space as well. But take advantage of all that newly found space. There's lots of creative ways you can put that to good use. Joyce in Missouri is on the line with a grout question. What can we do for you? Hi, I have uh, ceramic tile that I've had down for a few years. And I have the grout is a charcoal color with the black and green tile. And the charcoal has dulled over the years and looking almost chalky. What can I do? Do I have to pull all that grout out and regrout it? Do I need to paint it? Or what can I do to give it new look of life? Well, the grout is pretty easy to replace. There are special tools called grout saws that you can use to carve out the grout and then put new grout over sort of where the old grout was. You know, you don't have to get it all out, but you got to go down at least an eighth of an inch or so. And so if your real concern is the is the grout and the condition of the grout, I think that's the easiest way to deal with that. Okay, so that'd be the best way to make it look fresh and new again is just take the top layer off at least an eighth of an inch and just regrout it. Yeah, make it look fresh and new by putting in fresh and new grout. Yeah, and then make sure you seal it. Right, yeah, that's cr- that's that's key. You want to seal it first. Otherwise, it's not going to look fresh and new for so long. Seal it after I put a new grout in and let it dry, then seal it, and then we're good to go. Right, exactly. Okay, thank you. Hey, we want to take a moment now to speak directly to the communities that have been impacted by Hurricane Harvey. You know, I live along the coast of New Jersey, and Leslie lives not too far north of that, and we were both in the midst of the worst damage inflicted by Hurricane Sandy. We saw firsthand the devastation that floodwaters brought to our communities, and we can imagine what you are feeling right now. But Texas does everything big, and that's going to include a big recovery. Know that there are people pulling for you and praying for you all over this nation. You are in our hearts and you're in our minds, and may God bless you and the great state of Texas. Well, when it comes to shopping for eco-friendly floors, the key is knowing how the floors are made. We'll tell you what you need to look for after this. You live in a body pit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speed Queen washers and dryers, built for commercial use and now available for the home, are designed to last over 10,400 cycles or 25 years. But if you're an overworked, multi-kids, 10-loads-a-week kind of laundry doer, these machines may only last 20 years, even with Speed Queen's commercial-quality metal components. So, buy a Speed Queen knowing you may be in for a mere 20 years of continuous use. Visit us at speedqueen.com. Creating beautiful backyard landscapes with split rock retaining wall blocks from paved stone is quick and easy. 
The natural-looking stackable building blocks are designed for building retaining walls, garden planters, fire pits, and even outdoor kitchens. Split rock blocks come in six sizes that can be easily stacked and assembled in a variety of patterns and configurations. Split rock is available exclusively at the Home Depot. Learn more at pavestone.com. We've all got home projects we're hoping to finish before Labor Day. And there's an easy way to still get it all done. Just go to HomeAdvisor.com. HomeAdvisor can help you find top-rated local home improvement pros. You can read reviews, compare prices, and the pros are background checked. Any job you need help with, HomeAdvisor is the place to find trusted home improvement pros, and it is 100% free to use. It's not too late. Start at HomeAdvisor.com today. Algae, mold, and moss, yuck! How can you get rid of those awful black and green stains on your house? Easy, with Spray and Forget. The original no-rinse solution is the most concentrated and longest-lasting formula on the market. Save time and money. Just spray and forget. Use on your roof, deck, fence, siding, and more. Find Spray and Forget with a yellow label at participating retailers or visit sprayandforget.com. Looks like some cable and phone companies are trying to sell home security. But when a burglar sees one of their signs in the front yard, what does it say? Oh, wow. This home has 599 channels. Or, oh, these guys have high-speed internet. But the ADT sign, it says, this family trusts the company whose name means security. So beat it. It's no wonder five times more people choose ADT to protect their homes. Learn more at ADT.com and to see licensing in terms and conditions. Rage Against Mosquitoes. Get the Dynatrap Mosquito and Insect Trap for your backyard, home, or outdoor space. Dynatrap protects your family and pets from nuisance insects that may bite or spread disease, including mosquitoes, biting flies, and wasps. It's chemical and pesticide-free and completely safe and non-toxic. Dynatrap uses UV light and CO2 to attract insects into the trap. Continued use disrupts the mosquito life cycle and keeps your home and yard bug-free. Available in half-acre and one-acre models at most major retailers. Learn more at Dynatrap.com. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Find top-rated home pros you can trust. And if you're a service pro looking to grow your business and connect with project-ready homeowners, check out HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And what are you working on this beautiful fall Labor Day weekend? You have a project plan? I'll tell you what I'm thinking about doing. I am ready to empty out the garage 100%. I'm going to take everything out of there for two reasons. First of all, it gives you a chance to throw out all the crap you really don't need. And secondly, I want to redo the floor. I want to put a nice, beautiful epoxy coating on that floor, one that's easy to sweep, one that's going to stand up when the salt sort of falls off the car in the winter. And then we'll put everything back, and hopefully I'll have about half as much stuff. So that's sort of my plan. I've got to get it done in the fall when the weather is pleasant enough to do all of that stuff. You know, I just did that, and it really is such a satisfying project. And if, you know, you're now the only one in your garage, I have little kids who like to just knock everything over and make it look terrible again. But it really is so satisfying when you clean out your garage space and you can, like, see where things go and maybe actually fit your car in there one more time. I mean, it truly is a great project. Absolutely. Hey, give us a call right now. We'd love to talk about your project. If you do, we'll toss your name in the Money Pit hard hat. We've got a two-pack of the Mr. Beams Net Bright Spotlights. They are bestsellers, ideal choice for home safety and security. They are battery-powered, last about a year, 
and you can pretty much put them anywhere outdoors that you need. They're worth $69.99. Check them out at mrbeams.com. The number here is 1-888-MONEYPIT. All right, now we're going to Tennessee where Gene has a stucco question. What's going on? How can we help you? Well, the house was built in 1914, and the outside, the exterior walls are covered with stucco that has the kind of swirly bumps where they swirl the trowels on it. And it looks like it's in good condition. So I was thinking we could probably just spray it a nice color. It's still kind of golden like it used to be, but wherever the branches of the shrubs went against it is kind of yucky and gray looking. But I know that when when we painted our patio slab, we had to do some treatment to it before we could paint it. Does stucco need some preconditioning besides just hosing it off with soap and water? Well, the first thing you need to do is to make sure that there's no algae attached to it. And so we would probably do a very light pressure washing and cleaning of the outside of the house and let it dry for a good couple of days in warm weather. And then I would prime it uh, with an oil-based primer, and then I would use a good quality exterior top coat paint over that. You can't cut any corners here. You can't take any shortcuts. But if you do it once and you do it right, it's going to last you a long time because that siding is not organic. You may find very well that paint can last you 10 to 12 years as opposed to maybe 5 to 8 if it was wood. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you like to save energy or not waste water, you're probably an environmentally responsible shopper. But when it comes to shopping for flooring, knowing how those floors are made is key to really knowing if it's an eco-friendly choice. Here's what you need to look for presented by Lumber Liquidators. Now, first, there are two types of floors that are generally considered to be the most eco-friendly. First, there's cork. And it's a good choice for a number of reasons. It's sustainable, it's beautiful, it lasts a long time, and it's quiet. Now, the cork flooring is made from the bark of the cork oak tree, which is stripped every nine years and then grows back. So it really inflicts no damage upon the living tree. Pest controls or fertilizers are rarely used in the farming of these cork trees, and the waste cork can also be frequently recycled. Yeah, now the other option that's really eco-friendly is bamboo. Bamboo floors are manufactured from a bamboo plant, which really is a type of grass, and it makes them super sustainable. Bamboo grows at a really much faster rate than trees do, and it can reach maturity in as little as five years which is why bamboo is one of the most eco-friendly flooring products available. But the other big advantage of bamboo is that it's really, really hard. I mean, it is sturdy. Now, strand bamboo is actually about twice as hard as red oak, which is why bamboo flooring is both sustainable and a truly durable flooring choice. And today's flooring tip is presented by Lumber Liquidators, where you'll find Morningstar Bamboo Flooring. Morningstar is a naturally beautiful and ecologically friendly product that evokes a feeling of luxury. It's available in smooth or distressed textures and in a wide variety of colors, including new fashion-forward crushed indigo. Morningstar bamboo flooring is a perfect complement to any room design. It's available at Lumber Liquidator stores nationwide and online at LumberLiquidators.com. Brian in Washington, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Last summer, I repainted the exterior of my house, and I used quite a few nails to kind of shore up some different things. I also fixed a window. And uh, after I repainted, I used galvanized nails, but this year I already have a lot of bleeding of rust from the nails coming through. So I uh, I also did some caulking between the 
the pieces of wood, and that seems to be peeling out already. So I was just wondering if there was something that I could, you know, go over the heads of the nails with, something quick, something that I didn't have to redo the whole side of the house. When you did the side of the house last summer, did you prime it, or did you just put the paint over the old paint? Um, lots of primer. Lots of primer? Yeah. What kind of primer? Like, a, was it a latex primer, or oil primer? What was it? Uh, gosh, I don't know that. I didn't buy the paint, but uh, we put it. But you did prime. You primed over those nail heads? Yes, we did. Yes. And it's coming through. Because generally, well, you say you use galvanized, so that's good. Was this cedar um, siding? No. It's just um, conventional. standard. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it seems like the, the nails, the galvanized coating on the nails didn't really stand up very well. But generally, the advice is this. When you finish nailing off that, you need to spot prime those nail heads. But if you're telling me you already spot primed them and the, the stain's coming right through, then um, I'm not really sure that we have any other suggestions for you. There are differences in the quality of primers. Um, I would always recommend an oil-based primer over a latex primer when it has a stain issue to deal with because it tends to seal it in better. So that's the only additional thing you might want to try is to sand those down to the heads and then touch them up with an oil-based primer and paint them again. All right. I guess that answers my question. All right, Brian. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Up next, could your house use a little more shine? Get in on the design trend that's making a comeback lacquer. We're going to tell you how it is, how you achieve it, all after this. Live in a body pit. The Money Pit is presented by ADT, the security leader for over 140 years. Trust ADT to protect your home, family, and all you care about. At ADT, we know your security is only as strong as the people who are backing you up. For 24-7 monitoring and peace of mind, visit ADT.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Give us a call right now at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. The fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. Hey guys, have you ever wondered if all the chemicals and cleaning supplies are safe for your family? Well, it turns out you may already have everything you need for a clean, healthy house right in your kitchen cabinets. We've got some DIY recipes for natural cleaning products using ingredients safe enough to eat. Head on over to moneypit.com and you can find all the recipes and how to use them there. Well, love it or hate it, the 80s are back. And whether you're wearing acid-washed denim or not, the most stylish place to keep your clothes is in a lacquered dresser or chest of drawers. And the sheen doesn't have to stop there. Leslie's got tips on adding high gloss for high style in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Yeah, you know, lacquer furnishings, when we think about it, we truly go back to the 80s and we're thinking of those rounded corners and super shiny white or off-white pieces with gold and glass. I mean, it doesn't have to look like that. It really creates just a super shiny, gorgeous, glossy finish. And today, lacquer is being used in some really unconventional colors and in some really interesting places that makes it feel fresh, makes it feel modern. And, you know, it's durable 
and gorgeous. It's not very easily achievable on your own. You really do need to think about proper prep, and that means a lot of sanding and sealing. Now, before you apply the lacquer, you really have to clean whatever surface you are working on with a tack cloth. An aerosol spray lacquer is really going to give you the best finish, because anytime you try to apply something with a brush, it's just not going to look the same. You're going to end up with some brush marks. It's just not going to appear as smooth and fluid as a spray would. So you want to make sure when you're using the spray aerosol lacquer, you protect your work area with drop cloths, newspapers, and you've got to work in a well-ventilated space. Now you're going to want to apply the lacquer slowly and evenly. So you've got to hold that spray can about 18 inches from the surface of the project any further away than that, and that lacquer can get that orange peel or that dimpled appearance, which isn't what you want. If you go any closer, you're going to get areas of, you know, layering and buildup and runny spots. It's not going to look good. So you've got to test some areas, maybe on the back or some part that you're not going to see on the furniture, so you can really get your technique down and then go for it on the front. So as you work, you want to overlap your lacquer spray pattern slightly. You want to spray thin coats because that's going to give you that high glossy look as opposed to a couple of really heavy coats. Follow those instructions and really let the lacquer dry completely between coats. Now, you can use lacquer on most woods, but you can't use it on mahogany or rosewood because those woods have a lot of oil in it and that's just going to bleed through the finish. And you also can't use it over certain finishes. So like if there's an oil-based stain or a wood filler, it's not going to stick to that as well. Now, I really like to use lacquer on like stairway railings at home because it's super shiny and it's gorgeous and it's easy to clean. I pick an interesting color, a really cute shaped side table, little fun chairs, stuff like that is where you can really put a pop of that lacquer in and a really great color and they're super shiny. I've even seen people use lacquer paint on ceilings in certain rooms and it's the same color as trim. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. Don't be afraid. Be a little brave. It truly is a modern look once more, lacquer. Fantastic step-by-step advice. Thank you so much, Leslie. Hey, coming up next time on the program, here's the decor challenge. Have you ever had to replace a cracked tile in a wall or a floor? hardest part is finding a tile that matches, especially if it's an older tile surface you're trying to fix up. But we're going to have some tips to help make those tiles magically reappear on the next edition of The Money Pit. Happy Labor Day. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a money pit. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.